big screen, little screen. Right now, it's all about big screen, little screen, something we do every week. Whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, it's where we talk about everything going on the big screen, the little screen, and everything else in between. That's cinema, TV, online, and everything else in between. Myself, SK Vibe Maker, and Move Reporter Lowry's back in the building. He's been away for two weeks. Super sub Stephen Geekface was in the building, but Lowry is back. He's looking back, a little bit tanned, he's looking a bit energised, and he's got a little <laughs> bit of an accent, you know what I'm saying, because he's been in California and Jamaica. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, bro. I am doing good. Still recovering from jet lag. I can't lie, the, that flight is a long flight, but I'm doing good, man. How have you been? I've been all good, man. Overworked. I wasn't going to say underpaid. I'm all right, though. Everything's <laughs> been good. It's been lovely, you know what I'm saying? Also, shout out to Stephen Geekface, man, for... Uh, coming in man I was listening to the show and he, he he killed it man so shout out to Stephen man we are back with a bang though man we got some we got a big menu today you know what I'm saying mm. maybe not as much but a big menu man what's on the menu today let them know Lowry we got two big ones man one for the little screen and Marvel fans we are back again it feels like we're having so much Marvel content in 2022 but we got a big Marvel title for the big screen and we're going to do a recap as well, man, which um, we don't usually do, but I think is very much needed. You know what yes. I'm saying? Where are we taking yes, it first, Lowry? We are taking it to the little screen. But before we get into this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. I never wanted this for you. I wanted a totally different life. A steady paycheck kids a family dead tell me there's a way out of this not a quick one we would like you to transfer to another prison and befriend someone to elicit a confession We suspect that this man killed 14 women, but we only have one of the bodies. Larry has vivid dreams. Tell me about them. In my dreams, I kill women. Those are just dreams. In this prison, where the guys? Maximum security specializing in the criminally insane. You want me to check into hell? And befriend the demon. Not for all the money in the world. How about freedom? Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter Lowry. It's where we talk about everything good on the big screen, the little screen, and everything else in between. That's TV screens, cinema screens, and everything else in between. Just so you can understand, you know what I'm saying? We just heard a very big trailer, a very dark one, based on true events. Lowry's about to give you the lowdown. Yes, indeed, SK. We just heard the trailer for Blackbird. This is an Apple TV Plus exclusive, exclusive TV show. This is actually based on a novel that came out in 2010, and it's called With the Devil, A Fallen Hero, A Serial Killer, and A Dangerous Bargain for Redemption by James Keane, who is the star of the show in this series it consists of six episodes so this is what we call a mini series uh, we probably won't get a sequel from this but you never know in hollywood <laughs> and it's based on the true story of convicted drug dealer jimmy Keane, who is offered 
his freedom in exchange for a confession, getting a confession out of a suspected serial killer by the name of Larry Hall. And he basically has to find out where Larry Hall buried his victims. And I'll leave it there. Can't believe this is based on true events, man. This looks very, very good. Very good, man. I mean, I know that you are a big Apple TV advocate. We've joked in the past about you taking bungs. <laughs> but whenever it comes to Apple TV, you are very sure to be shimmying these into what we talk about on big screen, little screen. I'd say Apple TV Plus has been my favorite streaming service for quality TV shows for a while now. Probably like the past year. They just keep knocking it out of the park. And, and this series, it's another one. They've, they've knocked it out of the park again. It's got a strong cast, man. Taron Egerton, Paul Walterhauser. I love him, man. Anything he's in, I'm watching. And we also have the legend, the late Ray Liotta. It's amazing to see him in this series. I didn't know he was in this until I watched the trailer. Um, but it was amazing to see him in this show. And yeah, man, like I said, another strong series from Apple. It doesn't reinvent the wheel with this type of plot. But what it does well is execute it like spot on stellar acting performances across the board. And this isn't to downplay Apple TV Plus, but this type of show you would probably see on like a HBO, The Night of The Wire. You know, they're they're known for like quality TV shows. You don't really see like Iron Man crashing down the wall and stuff. <laughs> they're more like dramatic dramas and solid acting performances. And this is where blackbird sits for me and that solid acting solid narrative cinematography on point and that's the type of show you'll get with this and um yeah man like i'm not gonna say much because i want the listeners to have the same experience i had watching this show but this is definitely a must watch for me i'm giving it four out of five four out of five that's very strong mm. and it's a mini series mm. so i mean it's yeah. limited and we're getting six episodes so yeah. i'm very much looking forward to this for crime drama fans for mature audiences it's called blackbird it's at the 8th of july the first episodes and then weekly release via apple tv plus and is a 15 big screen little screen sk vibe makeup movie reporter larry where are we taking it next we are taking it to the big screen. This is the release of the week. Marvel fans, like I said earlier, we are back again. Before we talk about this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. The only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. Big screen, little screen. 
big screen little screen sk vibe maker movie reporter larry it's where we talk about everything good on your tv screens your cinema screens and everything else in between whether you're listening via rinse fm or the digital streaming platforms we just heard a big trailer the release of the week the story about a space viking a whole big love story larry give them the lowdown man <laughs> It's hammer time, people. We just heard the trailer for Thor, Love and Thunder. Damn. Marvel just... 2022 has been jam-packed with Marvel content since January. It's crazy. This is the latest movie in the enormous Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is actually the 29th film (laughs) in the MCU. 29. What was the first one? What was the first one? The first one was Hulk, I'm going to say. I think think it's Hulk. Not the one with... um, not the Ang Lee Hulk, the one that came after that. Are you sure Edward it Norton. wasn't Blade? Blade was an MCU though. But we're talking first Marvel films. We can predate to, I think we had Fantastic Four in the early 90s. But Blade is probably the one that gave the idea for the MCU as we know it. So when but, you um, say 29 films, you're talking about 29 in the MCU? Yeah, in the MCU, yeah. Has it been yeah. that many? Yeah, crazy. There's been, there's been a whole lot of films, man. So back to 4, Love and Thunder, because 4 is a lot of fun, man. I like mm. 4. One of my favourites. He's up there with Iron Man. Don't at me. Give them the lowdown on the synopsis of this. So Taika Waititi returns to direct this one. I'm a fan of his work. He directed the last one for Ragnarok, which I'm a big fan of. It was a, a, a tonal change, I'd say, in the MCU for the Thor series. Taking it from very serious to... A bit more colourful, playful, but still keeping the underlinement of the Thor character. Chris Hemsworth returns as Thor. We also have Natalie Portman. I think she hasn't been in the MCU since Thor The Dark World, which came out in 2013, which is mad. Uh, We also have Tessa Thompson returning. But we have new additions to the MCU. Russell Crowe and Christian Bale, a name oh, I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't Christian think he would. Bale, man, he's yeah. leaping from the DC universe right into Marvel, man. He plays Batman. Everyone knows, man. I mean, come on, a few of yeah, them man. make the leap from DC to Marvel. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we we had a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy director. Um, he he just directed the last Suicide Squad, so you know they they play with both sides, and there's nothing wrong with that. Comic book fans, there's nothing wrong with that. You can play both sides. <laughs> you just might have thought that contractually they might have said, oh, you can't mess with the other side, but the ops, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's James Gunn, for those who don't know, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy. But the plot of this film is basically Thor is embarking on a new journey like he's never faced, and that's inner peace. He's been through a madness in this MCU. We last saw him in Endgame and he was fat. He was depressed. You know, his whole family's gone. So in this is a new journey for Thor. But this is interrupted by a character called Gore the God Butcher, who's a galactic killer and kills gods. That is his name. He's on smoke. And he's played by Christian Bell. And he's played by Christian Bell. And because of this, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, Korg, who's voiced by Taika Waititi, and his ex-girlfriend, Jane Foster, who's played by Natalie Portman. And together they set out on this cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery behind Gore the God Butcher. You've got to love the Korg um, narration through the movie, right? Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. He's one of the standout characters in Thor Ragnarok. Um, that was very good. Like I said, look, I enjoyed Ragnarok. I like Taika as a director. I feel like he borrows from a lot of directors, most especially, I'd say, Tarantino with his style of work of directing and featuring in the film and his, you know, his 
choice of humor and stuff but he makes it in his own way um i want to see mighty thor back i feel that we haven't seen him in a while um and it looks like we are getting this the mighty thor back especially with the trailer and his workout routine <laughs> like chris hensworth what gym routine was that do you reckon mm. he used steroids <laughs> oh, man, my child has muddy the thing, man. I don't no, think he used steroids, man. No, that's, give that, give that, credit that. to a man putting in some hard work. No, no, you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, he's putting work. Jane Foster coming back was a surprise for me. She's playing a, another variant of Thor in this movie. And it'll be interesting to see how her character fits into this new story. And Christian Bell, like we said earlier, you know, he wasn't an actor that I would see in the MCU. He's known for films that are very, you know, the tone of them are very dark, very not really Marvel-esque tone films. So it'll be interesting to see how his Gore the God Butcher is portrayed in this film. From the trailer, it looks very glitz and glammy and same tone as uh, Thor Ragnarok. But then I looked on IMDb and it's a 15. So there might be some element of a bit of a mature audience compared to the 12A that we're used to mm. in the MCU. So um, yeah, man, looking forward to this one. Expect a bit of potty mouth in there. That's the reason why I think it's 15. Thor yeah. Love and Thunder is out. They're 7th of July via the cinema and is a 15. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Report, Lowry. Whether you're listening on the digital streaming platforms or you are listening on Rinse FM. Yeah, man, we've already discussed two major things on the on the menu. We had Thor Love and Thunder and we had, what did we have before that, Lowry? Remind me, my memory is so bad, man. <laughs> We had Blackbird, which is on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, we had Blackbird, Apple TV Plus. I feel like a lot of people are going to be talking about that in the forthcoming weeks. So, you know what? We thought that it was very important for us to have a bit of a Stranger Things recap. Mm. You know what I mean? Very important, man. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about it. It's had a major impact series for. You know what I mean? We had the first part, which was released on May the 27th. And we had part two, which has just been released at the top of this month, July the 1st. And wow. I just want to say from the TLP before we discuss it, we are not going to be doing spoilers, though. We're no not doing spoilers. spoilers. We're just going yeah. to kind of be recapping and giving, you know, some some brief little pieces of information and trivia. I just want to say from the TLP also, the best season thus far, in my Ooh. opinion. Ooh, okay. Big statements. Big statement. I can see why, though. Um, I would probably put it on par with the first season. Um, I'm yet to finish the last two parts because I was still jet lagged and <laughs> I was traveling whilst those episodes um, were released. But part one, they knocked it out of the park, man. Like, for me, bringing the mystery back into the series was the key thing. I think, and that's what I loved about the first season. Second season was cool. Third season wasn't my favorite until the last two episodes, but bringing the mystery and anteing up the horror element in this fourth season, incredible. Apparently, they spent $30 million per episode. 30. Crazy. I'm not sure that I needed the two and a half hour episode which was the finale episode nine of season four i'm not sure i needed that but i definitely did enjoy the kind of like hour and a half episodes that we had for the prior episodes i mean i like that big major kudos to david harbour who plays hopper who had somewhat of a body transformation losing five stone man he did he done, five yeah. stone you know what i'm saying that's a, a lot. lot man he's looking very <laughs> slim and trim in this and this wasn't like I thought, I wondered whether it was his personal lifestyle choice, but apparently that was part of the character. They they wanted him to lose weight for the season four. And he looks great. He does look great, man. The whole show looks great. 
I mean, that 30 million per episode, you can see that from the sound engineering, the CGI graphics, the set designs, the costumes. Vecna's costume was like real, apart from, you know, the moving parts and on the screen, <laughs> which was crazy to see them putting that together. Vecna's the, uh, the villain, just in case you haven't watched yeah. season four. And also Kate Bush running up that hill. Apparently she earned $2 million from this seat from the royalties from the upsurge <laughs> in streams like who would have Crazy. thought that teenagers would have been singing kate bush's song with a passion running up yes. a hill a deal with god you know what i'm saying i just want to say though like stranger thing is set stranger things is set in the 80s we're not sure about the specific year because i'm not sure that that's clear but i feel like they could have put a bit of hip-hop in there like some LL Cool J, Rock the Bells, yeah. I Need Love, yeah, yeah. or some Eric B and Rakim, I Know You Got Soul. They could have put a bit of that in there as well. But we just had the Metallica song in the last like season finale as well. And they were just talking about how they've had an upsurge in streams and revenue on a song that's like 36 years old too. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think with Stranger Things though, there is like a, a synth element to it. And maybe hip hop doesn't suit the type of show stranger things is especially with the you. intro and the sound but i would love to hear the artist that you just named i I'd hear you hear. you see where you said synth that's why i said hello cool j i need love because that oh, could yeah. have yeah, fitted yeah. into the sort yeah. of synth vibe do you yeah, know what i'm yeah. saying come on brother i could be doing sound checks and all kinds of scores <laughs> out here do you know what i mean oh, hey studios need to holler at sk man need to holler yeah at <laughs> nah, like, i know you haven't watched the um the final two episodes yet but who have been your favorite characters of this season i'd have to say max played by sadie sink uh, oh yeah she, of course she's phenomenal phenomenal in this dustin he's absolutely hilarious and i love that we got more of his character in this season and vecna man what a villain he was menacing he went for play play you know <laughs> sometimes in these series it's got nah when you're when when vecna calls you Vecna calls you in it. Yeah, yeah. Ve Vecna's so, dark, man. I want to say my yeah. favourite characters. I agree with you on Dustin, but I loved Eddie Munson, man. I thought, wow, uh, man. He yeah. was a recurring character. Like, he yeah, became, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But he came into the foray like as the... As the I feel like it very much became part of him. And Yuri! <laughs> he was... Yeah. yeah Yuri! Yeah. And then yeah. on the flip side, I man, I just got to say, you see the Briars... I don't feel like I love them too much, man. Joyce, who's played by Winona Ryder, she gets on my nerves. And Will, <laughs> Will is my yeah. least favourite character, man. Will, get yeah. out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Will was mad and always crying. It's like, bro, yeah, like, man. your town's in trouble, bro. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and I've got to say, you know, like Nancy Wheeler, she always mm. looks stressed more than the others. <laughs> like, when you look at her face, she is just a face of stress. Like, why, Nancy? Why? Gosh. You know what I mean? But they've all gone through a madness, you know, and people deal with stress differently. Mm. What other things that you liked about season four, man? I was going to ask you, what would your song be? If you hear that Vecna clock in the background, <laughs> what? I, I already know what my song would be. DMX Damien. Oh, hey, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big tune. He, might, be he might rap along with you. Mine <laughs> would be Biggie, Sky's the Limit. I think that's what mine would be. But I think Vecna would, would rap along with you with Damien DMX. <laughs> Rough Riders. <laughs> Death Jam. Death yeah. Jam. For real, for real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but o overall, knocked out. I mean, I think Netflix, they've been on a run in June. I think we've been one in. You know, they've had Ozark, Money Heist, but they've been, you know, quite a few months in between their releases. But 
The only thing I'd say I wished Stranger Things was a weekly release. I think it would have benefited better. Even though it's done well on TikTok and, and stuff, mm. I think it would have benefited even more so with weekly release. Like what we're seeing with The Boys. You know, there's people who have never watched The Boys and because of the social media push and family members saying, yo, you need to watch it. The first 10 minutes of episode one was a madness. People are now watching it. And I think The Boys is probably going to go down as one of the best series of all time, yeah. depending on how it ends. But we'll probably, the finals this week, so we'll probably talk about that next week. But yeah, mm. I just think Stranger Things, for me, I would have liked it, especially with those episode lengths. Like, they're feature films, every episode. Mm. Um, that's Could my have benefited only, from a weekly release, yeah, for sure. that's my only... It's not really a negative critique. That's more of a wish list for me. But overall, knocked out the park, man. Loved every bit of it. Stranger Things season four definitely had people locked up in their house, man. Binge watching, mm. do you know what I'm saying? So that's a whole nother thing, man. But it's been good, man. That's our Stranger Things season four recap. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't do any spoilers. So enjoy it if you haven't watched it yet or you're still to finish it. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter, Lowry. Back mm. in the building this week, man. Man, you can just return and all that. I can't even talk because, yeah, it's excitement and that. It's been a good episode <laughs> today, man. We're going to be back next week. Where can they find you in the meantime? Social media, man. You can find me on my social media handle, which is at everything Lowry. Lowry spelled L-O-W-E-R-Y. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok is all under that. And of course, you can find me at SK Vimaker, all good social media, man. Whether it's your, your Twitter, your Instagram, TikTok, Facebook snapchat even do you know what i'm saying are you still using snapchat or www.skvimaker.co.uk man we're going to be back in the building again next week man take care larry have a good weekend see you next week bro take care big screen little screen